everybody. Welcome back to my podcast, The Laundry Minds. I'm your host, Jonathan Jasso. And today I'm here with a very special guest. I'm here with my grandma. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Miriam Rodriguez. I am proud to be a grandma of Jonathan Jasso. Yeah, and let's get this podcast going. So today I chose the topic of death. You know, weird, right? We're talking about death here, but I think death is always a good topic to talk about because you learn to not let go, but you learn to cope with the pain of death and the heartbreak that can come out of it, especially because I have someone that I love here very much. And at some point, you know, we all have to go and I've got to learn to cope with it one way or another, just like how my brothers have to. So what are your thoughts on death? You know, what are you, when you think about death, what do you think about? It's something really scary. Um, a lot of times I think about my mom going to the other side. Yeah, my mom. Yeah. And just that thought is really painful. And sometimes I think, even though we are Christians and we believe that um, we don't die, but we go to be with the Lord. And, but it still is something that we don't know how it's going to be. And I think for that reason, it's, it's kind of scary. Yeah, I find it, I find it a little scary to think about, you know, death. You don't really want to sit down and think about how death can be frightening for most people or about how you know, death is a part of life. I've learned that the way our ego, our ego takes this, you know, our brain is that they personalize it. They make it seem like we're going to die a special way. And then that's the way that it works when really we won't. We're all just going to die like anybody else dying of old age. Mm-hmm. How, did, how have you like learned to stick with the idea that we're going to die or like, how have you that have you like overcome this idea that maybe we're all going to go out one day just you know like any other person mm-hmm. out of old age and out of just the way that the river takes us i know that the day is coming every day we are closer to death and but even though we don't know when it's going to be we know that it's going to happen uh, sooner or later, everyone is going to die. To die, and it, the thing is, we don't think that we are dying every day, every minute. It's a a minute less mm-hmm. in your life, and I think we need to enjoy and really appreciate every minute that God has given us to live. I like that. Um, Something we talked about earlier is that, you know, we should be thankful for the time that we have left on earth. There's a lot that we can learn from, you know, being here on earth and just kind of taking in what we we have while we're alive. Because, you know, you can't really enjoy life when you're dead, right? Yeah. And it's always something that I think we forget as humans. Yeah. 
because, I mean, it's like the story you were telling me about how when you guys first moved from Guatemala, you guys were very happy just to have found the mattress in the trash. Yeah. Really bad mattress. <laughs> but it was still a mattress to you guys. And I think that's the way we need to look at life with living and like living versus dying, you know? We should just be, we should enjoy our time on earth. We should be happy that we're here, you know? Just yeah. laugh. Grateful that we are still breathing. Yeah, rather than being six feet into the ground. Yeah, yes. And a lot of times I think we are afraid because we don't know really what's going to happen mm -hmm. but i believe it's like a falling asleep the only thing is you don't know how are you going to die but i believe it's like a, you don't know when you fall asleep this you think so it's like the same thing as when you're going to bed like because people, I heard, I watched a video one time, and I heard that it was like, sleeping is like a, a gateway to death. Like, this is what death would be like. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that's the way sleeping is for us? I believe so, because even in the Bible, they said, they don't say it about dying. They said to, they went to sleep. Mm -hmm. And when you are sleeping, you don't feel anything, and you don't hear anything. Only if it's really loud. Yeah. But sometimes I think that being dead is like being asleep. It's just, there's, you think that there's parallels between sleeping and death? I believe so. Do you think dreaming is like an insight into death? Like, do you think the dreaming is like, this is what you can happen? Or do you think like when we dream, we dream about the past and that that's what death would be like, where we're just... When we're asleep, we just think about our past life and about, you know, how it played out. I'm not sure about that. Um, could be that you will see how you live your life. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, even in the dreams, a lot of times dreams are, are not real. You have dreams that really, that doesn't mean that it's going to happen or that happened. Yeah. It's just, sometimes I feel that if something really impressed you, then you dream about it. It's like in my case, if I see a movie that is uh, killing or is really intense, for sure, I'm going to dream about that. But that doesn't mean that it's true in my life. Mm -hmm. I I believe that it's just things that really impress in your life. That a lot of times you dream about it. I see. It's interesting to think about that. It's more things that impress you than stuff that, like predictions that life that your dreams are trying to tell you, or even just like things from the past that you're just bringing up again and memories like suppressed memories that you're just bringing up again yeah. it's an interesting point of view yeah there is a personally i i cannot say oh i had a dream and later on that became a reality mm -hmm. no but 
a lot of times I feel like I have the same dream a few times in my life. And a lot of time I wonder why I'm dreaming that. But really I don't have any answer about it. Mm-hmm. But I, I believe dreams is just because a lot of times you don't remember your dreams. I never remember my dreams. <laughs> I wish I could. That'd be fun. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes when I woke up of a dream, I say, "Oh, thanks, Lord. The Lord is not true. Yeah. It's just a dream." So. Yeah. Well, I guess when it comes to dreaming, death, and all this stuff, a lot of the things I think about is uh, how our ego takes over, like uh. You guys, we call it, you can call it flesh, ego, whatever you want. I think our ego takes over and it makes it more than it needs to be. Like, you know, I feel like death should be not like, I mean, yeah, be sad about death. But I feel like death is also something that should be celebrated. You're celebrating the person's life, you know, the person's Mm -hmm. time on earth. Yes. A lot of time we are thankful when people die. If they are suffering, so even you pray, Lord, take them because they are mm-hmm. suffering too much. And when they pass away, then you say, oh, thanks, God, because we don't like to see people suffering. And but when somebody goes suddenly dies, so that is really painful mm-hmm. because you think it's too young or she or he wasn't sick. Mm-hmm. So do you think about that? how their life could be? But really, I think it's something that we need to learn to appreciate every right. moment and when the time comes. Just appreciate the fact that they've been here with us. Yes. How do you think that the world or We'll say society for now. How do you think that society is like twisted death? Because nowadays when it comes to death, you always have to pull out a lot of money just so that you mm-hmm. can have celebrate this person's life. And I feel like people are exploiting this process of like yeah. funerals and celebrating I, this person. Yeah. The world has become a, a business for everything. If you see Christmas... Is nothing that really should be. Mm-hmm. Everything is about buying and giving expensive presents. And with that, it's the same thing. Everybody wants to have a, I don't know how to say, but it gets really expensive because it's business. Mm-hmm. They want to sell everything. If you in since pictures, flowers, and things that you don't need, but because it's a a business, everything they try to make it really, really expensive. Like they they try to exploit your feelings. For money. Yes, yes. Like as as means to make more profit. Yes, that's and the way. Do you think that that disrespects not only like the family but the person who died or? Do you think that in some ways that could be considered okay? No, 
always get advantage of the situation. So it like it disrespects the yes, the person because, and the family. Yeah, as that person is um, in pain because they lost someone that they love. So these uh, people come and try to really play with your feelings, mm -hmm. so they can have more profit about that situation. Yeah. I, I tend to think a lot about how the world exploits healings for profit, especially when it comes to like a lot of deaths, especially celebrity deaths. Mm -hmm. I have seen a trend where there's a lot of exploitation for celebrity deaths mm -hmm. and that people, and it's like, they don't tend to try to make money, but it's like they, they use that death as a means to figure, like get something out of it. And it has bothered me a lot, especially since we've had so many celebrity deaths this past year with the passing of Chadwick Boseman and a lot of other people. Do you think that the world holds these celebrities to too high of a like too high of a pedestal when they die? Do you think that we should, or do you think that the world is taking like the death of these celebrities the way that they should? Like, do you think that they? properly execute the greatness of that person's life and their career, whether that be music, you know, TV shows, movies, even podcasters, if that's something yeah. people do. I think, like we have been saying, is something that they are doing that, in my eyes, is not right. Mm -hmm. I think if people pass away, just give them the right um, time to like process. Yeah, it, it, before it was so simple. Mm -hmm. You die, and next day you are buried. But in this day, they take the people, they keep the people for a week or two or months, depending who is. And I don't think that is necessary. So, but how we have been saying is just business, mm -hmm. yeah. even with dead people. Like with <laughs> yes, it's like um, I don't know. Just person dying, let them rest. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of death when it comes to things like war and diseases. Mm -hmm. How do you think the listeners of this podcast should approach stuff like that? Like, we always hear about the death in Lebanon that's going on with all this conflict that's happening over there, mm -hmm. the coronavirus deaths with all these viruses. And it's really sad. Like, it's always really sad to look at the news and to always look at social media. How do you think, like, like a young person like myself should handle these different types of situations of death? and all these growing sadnesses that we just see everywhere in the world. Sometimes it's really hard to understand because it's not that close to I, to us. It's not one of the family, thanks the Lord, but I believe it's really hard situation right now because I don't know if that if it's that true or not, that they cremate the person and sometimes they don't know it really um, is your family member 
the one that you are giving the so we took a little cut there but because we needed to get a word out she was talking about how in Lebanon like and these situations they get back the ashes of the of people that died and the families who receive these ashes don't even know if it's actually their relatives or not which is very sad to think about yes thinking about how you're getting a box full of ashes <laughs> and you don't even know if it's your own family member yeah. you don't even get to see them before they die no. or be- after they die you just mm-hmm. see that burned up body i don't like that idea i would like to see my yeah. family if they died i would like to look at them one last time you know yeah i think it's really hard i don't know how how they can handle this but especially in this time for the situation that we are living so they have to do it that way mm-hmm. that's I, i don't know to me it's odd to think about that especially because like They, these people are going through a lot already mm-hmm. and now that they have the ashes of their family members who they don't even know if that is their ashes is unfathomable it's yeah. something we can't think about here especially where we live in america mm-hmm. it's just not something we have to deal with yes and there's all these world conflicts that are happening outside of our world that we just when we when you look at it you're like wow this is really sad to think about mm-hmm. and to see especially because a lot of the world is like we're all connected in some way in this world we all have we're all humans and to think about how humans are killing each other and we don't even get to see our relatives our fellow humans yeah. after they die is really sad to me yes it is really sad the one thing that we need to remember like we said before is like a we have a day to be born mm-hmm. and we have a day to left this world so we need to enjoy each day and we need to really think of positive things and things that are real things that are enjoyable and even when we go through a hard time i think sometimes we need to think we need to think the good time that we always have mm-hmm. I th- something that i think that we sh- uh, i think a lot of people should talk about is always about how to help with the idea that you know death isn't bad because it's uh, something that goes on in this world every time I've talked to a person about death it's always been very negative mm-hmm. and I feel like there's always something positive there should be something positive coming out of it because death is you know death is like the you made it mark like your game yeah. of life is <laughs> is complete yeah I think especially when you get older the older you get the life is hard um I don't know why when we are young we want to be old mm-hmm. 
that when you are old, you want to be young. Yeah. Because your body is dying. So pain is always with you. It's not the same that you get up and you run and you jump. So when you get older, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. So just enjoy the life. <laughs> enjoy your youth. Um, youth. Doing to, good things. I'm trying to enjoy <laughs> as much as possible. But enjoying. Life. Don't get confused. Yeah. Enjoying is doing things that is good for your mind, your body, and your soul. And to all human people. So that's really enjoying. And doing that comes peace and joy. So when the time comes to go to the other side, <laughs> so we'll see how it's going to be. Because actually the, it's hard because nobody that we know died and came back and tell us yeah, how. Like, yeah. yeah. What it's like to be dead. Yeah. That's always a mystery. What, what is it yeah. like dying? Mm -hmm. What's the afterlife? I've always wondered that. Yes. You know, something I sit down and think about. What? What happens? And mm. I guess I, I've always had the idea that it's like, obviously you'll meet God, but that like, he kind of just gives you a revelation about how, you know, you may not think you live life to the fullest, but you lived it to the fullest that you can. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what the beauty behind death is, is that, even though we go out at some point in our lives, I think that point that we go out is kind of telling us that like you lived life the way you should have. You lived it to your fullest and that you should be proud of it. And I think it's it's a beautiful thing to think about. I think death is, weirdly, I think death is a beautiful thing to think about because I, I don't fear it as much as most people would. I mean, I'm scared of dying. We're all scared of dying at some point in our lives, I think. But I don't fear it as much as most normal people would because I, when I think about it, I tend to think about it as, you know, a means of telling you that you lived your life, you know, be great, like not be grateful, but, you know, be like, be kind of happy with how you lived it because that means that it was your life. You lived it your way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as we get older, I mean, obviously, as you get older, you start to slow down a little bit. Life gets a little harder, <laughs> yeah. But I always feel like as you get older, you start to feel like you're living life more than before. Yeah. And obviously, I'm not that old yet, so I don't know if that's <laughs> what it's like. But with you and your experiences growing up, do you think that as like you get older, as you get closer to death, and mm -hmm. you start to... Do you think you start to see life for what it actually is? Do you think you're living more than you were, like, the day before, the year before? It's really hard. I think each day you learn. Mm -hmm. And even though I am 58 now, and my mother is 82, sometimes I, I think, wow, I wonder how is life. Because you see her, but you don't know what she thinks about it. Mm -hmm. or how she think about life. So each day you learn. I think you never 
get the full like view of life. Yes. But you get the view that you desire for it. You think? I think what you learn is to be grateful and try to live a life that you think you should. I don't know. A life that gives you peace. Peace, yeah. Mm -hmm. Something that I noticed that comes out of my mom a lot mm -hmm. is that she always looks like she's at peace, no matter how yes. old or how close she gets to her life. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that's something that you learn as you grow up, that you just you start to feel inner peace as you're going? Yes, I don't want to talk too much about God yeah. and Christ, well, but, but I think is um, I think the peace that my mother has is the life of God. Yeah? Yes, because uh, you remember she had a breast cancer. I remember that. And 20 years ago, and now she had a liver cancer. Yeah. And uh, breast cancer came again. Mm. And even though she knows that, she's always happy. She's always smiling. Is um, you don't see her complaining. Yeah, she always looks like she's excited for what's yeah. to come. Yeah, and sometimes that when we talk about, uh, maybe in ten years or in five years, and she always said, "I don't know if I'm going to be alive. I don't know if the Lord is going to give me more time." But I think when that time's coming, she she's ready for that. She, I don't think if she feels afraid knowing that each day is closer, but I think it's closer for everyone mm -hmm. because we don't know. We don't know when it's yeah. going There is people that die at 40. There is other people that is 20. And other ones get a hundred and five, ninety-seven. So we don't know. We don't know when the time is it's gonna come for anyone. Mm -hmm. A lot of people always say like, "I hope and I pray that this person doesn't die." When as like these years goes on, especially as people get older, do you think that that is the reason why we have so much fear over death? Is because we're always like, "Well, I hope they don't die," or "I hope this person doesn't die." Yeah, I think. Um... For some reason, a reaction is we don't want nobody to die. But imagine if people are sick and really tired and still has to live day after day with pain. No, I can't do that. Yeah. I would rather be dead. Uh -huh. That's why eternal is only God. Mm -hmm. We are, as a human, we have to die. But I think that we need to learn. Like just to learn to live and let go? Yes, yes. Because it, it, it's like if I think about my mom, I don't want her to die. I wish I can have her Forever. for the rest of my life. Or sometimes yeah. we say, don't die. We have to. I want to die first. So <laughs> we, we don't suffer. But we are really selfish because we don't want to suffer. Mm -hmm. But we have to understand that 
that's part of life. So. Yeah, so the whole idea behind it. I hope this person doesn't die. Don't die yet. It's just not <laughs> something we should really... No. It's not there is it's nothing that's in your hands. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good perspective to look about it when it comes to this type of stuff. Because it's like, yeah, you know, you don't have control yeah. over when that's going to happen. I think it's a feelings, a mixture of feelings. We don't want nobody to suffer. Mm-hmm. And we don't want nobody to go through hard time. So we are always giving... Um, like uh, don't do that try to do this mm-hmm. so we are always giving you some like some form of reconciliation so because maybe you we went through something I don't want you to go through that mm-hmm. so we are always giving advice trying to okay make sure don't do this because if you know that going through let's name uh, one of the street lake street there is an accident over there and i was driving and i was there for an hour and a half so if i know that you are going to go through that same situation that's taking the same street i say you know what jonathan don't go through that because there is it's going to take forever yeah go a different route yeah so it's the same thing in life we try to advise young people to not do these things don't do this because i went through that Mm -hmm. so i don't want you to do this so life is is the same the same thing is with that Wow, we don't know. I don't know yeah. because yeah. I cannot like, tell you. <laughs> as people get older, you think we try to start doing more things like that to prevent them from. Oh yes, we are always yes, yeah. Do you think that that in some ways could be considered selfish as well? Or. Not really. I believe is is the love. Because you don't want to see. Nobody suffer. Mm-hmm. So. We're just trying to prevent young people or whoever listen to us. It's like uh, we give give advice. So, like, so that they don't come out in a situation that may end up with their lives, right? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Yeah, it is. That sounds more, that sounds a lot better than the I hope you don't die. Yeah. To me, that is much more out of love than it is out of mm-hmm. selfishness. Um, something I read one time is that even though, you know, we're gonna people die, the love that they still have for other people will always be there. Do you oh, believe yes. that? Yes. Do you like when you die and you go into the afterlife, you believe that no matter how much you love that person, that amount of love, maybe even more will be there for them? Yes, you know what? When I was young I remember my dad was being really strict to us. In that time, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I swore to myself, I'm not going to be that way with my kids. But you know what? When I had my kids, and I was thinking how my father was, I thought, I saw that he, that he did it because he really loved me. And then I started to appreciate 
everything that he did for me. And my vision changed. I didn't see him like a ogre like a dictator. and dictator yeah, that yeah. saw me. Yeah. And oh my God, he was. No, now that changed. Now I said, wow, he really loves me. Hmm. And the appreciation for my mom and my dad uh, comes stronger each day. Because after, when I had my kids and now my grandkids, then I can see, oh, oh my God, that is really because you love that you do a lot of stuff. It's not because you are selfish. It's, n it's not because you don't want them to live their life. It's because you want them to suffer less and to be wiser. So I think you get older and you get wiser in that way because then you can see and appreciate what your parents did for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you get a better experience of what life has to offer as you grow older because then you mm -hmm. start to see what your parents yes. either gave you or like they're trying to show you as you were younger and following the rules and things. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I can yeah. understand the different perspectives you have on things yeah. too. It's fascinating. Um, one thing that will always worry me and make me sad is obviously the idea of losing somebody that, that the person that we lose will be forgotten. Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, my father passed away 33 years ago, and I remember him every day, and with a lot of love. And Thanksgiving, yes, you don't forget that person. I think you remember them and you appreciate them more when they are not with you. Because when you have that person, a lot of times you don't appreciate and you don't see and you don't think about what they're telling you. But after, when they pass away, you remember all the stuff, all that they told you about it, all that they said, don't do it, but mm -hmm. do it. So you remember, in my experience, I think. It's like, it's like death is the ultimate, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Yes, yes. Like you don't know, you don't know the type of, like, you don't know how much you actually love the person mm -hmm. until they, they've left your life. Yeah, that's the saying that you don't know until you uh, lose something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the same. When you don't have that person, then you really appreciate and you see what really uh, this person trying to say to you or to teach you. So the love is there. It's always. I remember my grandmother, and I was only seven when she passed away, but still I have a lot of memories of her. And when I think about her, my heart really 
can feel that love for her. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have too much time together, but still that little time that I had with her was a precious time. There is still something to be happy yes. for. Mm-hmm. Yes. There is another thing I read. This one actually hit me. I think this one hit me harder the most is that we have to cope with the idea of a heartbreak mm-hmm. when we lose somebody. Obviously, I'm, it makes me really sad to think about that because I'm not, I don't feel ready to be able to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And I've already had to go, we've already as a family have had to go through it once with the person, yeah. our, my aunt, our aunt. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like I don't have a, a very good grasp about heartbreak and how how to handle it what tips do you think you could give people with this like yeah one thing that we have to think obviously is everybody has to die and we need to be thankful that we had that person and we enjoy the time that we had with them and it's going to be hard but it's something that just the time we will heal our heart. But I think it's better just to think and give thanks to God. And that way it's easier to accept because when you start blaming people or not accepting that God's ordained, then it's hard to accept it. It's going to be hard for you to really get over that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's easier if you accept. Accept that. Yes. For what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you, some people put down crying a lot. I think mm-hmm. that's a little bad. Do you think that? Crying could be one of the best methods of like letting go. Crying heals you in a way. A lot of times when you feel sad and you try not to cry, it's not good for your health. So crying in a way helps you to be free. You cry and I think it's uh, a way to be free mm-hmm. from sadness. Free from sadness. Huh. I I tend to get sad with this topic of death, usually mm-hmm. towards the heartbreak stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that the crying can be a beautiful thing too when it comes to this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it can be very weirdly enough it can be very calming to just sit there and mm-hmm. just let it all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we need to be careful too, because a lot of times um, we cry, but there's gets a point when you feel so sorry about yourself that you don't stop crying and then 
that is when it gets really bad. Mm -hmm. Because it's good to cry for someone that we lost. But at the same time, we need to be careful. Because we need to have a balance. Um, a lot of time we feel so... I don't know, we so sad, poor me, I lost whoever is in our family. That feeling you so sad about yourself is not good. So we need to try, okay, cry, but try to like come back from Come back, come on, back. let's go. Life is still, still going. Life is still moving. Yes, it's not the end. Everybody's still living and moving. Some people hold like certain people's death very, very close. Like certain people's yes. death can weigh them down. Mm -hmm. What would you say to people who have a death that's really bringing them down? I believe that we need to enjoy and we give the best that we have to each one of our people that we know. And in that way, the time that somebody passed away, I can say, I give them the best of me. So there is no regrets in the future. Mm -hmm. So I think the best that you can do is try to be the best to, the, to everyone and give the best. So there is no regrets when that person passes away. Um, something I've always wanted to ask is, what have been your experiences with death? Well, every situation is different. Uh, when my dad passed away, it was really hard. Especially in the way that he died. I think that was most of the reason uh, he was murdered. So I think that's why it was horrible for me. And then when my niece passed away, it was another really hard time because she was so young and full of life. And it was something unexpected. We didn't really knew about that. what's coming. Yeah, I remember definitely. Yeah. I feel like that was, I don't think that was an easy time for me. Like, just, you know, three, four months of having to yeah. kind of recuperate as a seven and eight year old child, just yeah. watching the death of somebody that. That I had such a high emotional connection with. I haven't yes. even seen it at all from you. Yes. That time was really hard, I think, for the whole family. And, and it's it's always really hard now whenever I see the occurrence of that. Yeah, because I see us alive and I don't see a lot of yes. of her and her <laughs> daughter. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. 
And yeah, I always think as a mom, losing a child this way. That's got to be scary. Oh. I can't even imagine what would that, be wrong with them too. If they can mm, die losing me or my brothers. Yes. I think just with the thought of that, you feel your heart that is really, I don't know how to explain, but it's, it's, it's an awful yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yes. But so, I think it's, it's really hard when the people is really close to you, especially like your mom, your dad, your kids, your sons, your grandkids. The people that you see. That yes, are yes. I think that's is harder. Yes. And it would be, it's hard to think about that. The passing of your parents or the passing of your your brothers or yes, your relatives. Yeah. Yes, I remember we were dating with my husband, the one that is my husband now. Yeah, <laughs> my grandfather. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he was 21 when his mother passed away. And I remember so clear when he came into my house screaming. Oh, that, oh, that feeling. I still, my heart turned because it was really painful. You can hear his cry so full of pain. And I think it's something like you think what I can do to really alleviate his pain. So I think the death of a mom or, I don't know, a kid has to be really hard. Yeah, it's just something that not many people will probably handle well, especially as you especially as you look at the age of different people who lose different parents and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be really hard. Yeah. Like even I'm pretty sure right now if I were to lose mom, I don't think I could handle it that well. Yeah. That would be something very hard for me. And I am an eighteen year old person. Yeah. I am, I have gone through eighteen years of life and I still probably wouldn't yeah. handle it the way I think mom especially mom is really hard to lose because it's the person that is always there for you. So I think it's it's really hard. I'm not waiting for that time. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> yeah. But I mean even with how hard it can be to have the loss of somebody you love a lot, I still think that the beautiful thing about it is that their life, the memories. their life is spent yeah. happy. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm more than sure 90 out of 100 or like 90% of the people right before they die mm-hmm. think that they lived life the way that they should have yeah. and that they lived it the best that they could, you know, as happy as they could. Yeah. 
And I always think that there's still that hidden beauty behind this frightening thing we call dying. Yes. But thank you for bringing on my podcast. It was no, very fun having you. Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed it. I love you so much. <laughs> thank you for talking to me about this. Um, thank you guys for joining me today on The Wandering Minds. Hopefully we have another episode coming up, I think in about a week maybe, after I publish this. I'll check again on my schedule. Um, this is Jonathan Jasso signing out. See y'all later.